Greg and Mare. They're so funny. And I can listen with my kids in the car. Good, clean, fun to start your day. 94.9 is awesome. Went out to that uh, Wildcat Welcome Home thing yesterday. It was just reminding me how close, how close this team got to being national champions. Two points. One, you know, yeah, one wh- trip to the free throw <laughs> line might have made the difference. One That's how close. point loss. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you play sports, it's crushing when you lose in any championship game. It could be by 50, but one point. I mean, imagine like the rest of their lives. That's their story. But here's the deal. I mean, think about all the things that happened in your life that you were so close to getting so close and it didn't work out, and you were devastated. But it ended up pretty good. But it ended up okay. Yeah. And it got me thinking about when I was a kid. You know, because I think those losses are even harder the younger you are. Oh, yeah. You could see the devastation on the players' yeah. faces on game day versus the look on Coach Barnes' face. Like, she's she's weathered some of these losses, yes, right? She's yeah. been in tough positions yes. before. Yeah. And so she was the one going, I mean, she felt it, but she wasn't openly weeping like the kids were. You it's know kind of I mean? like a breakup. You know, at first they were so traumatic when you're young, and now that you're older, you're like, whatever. <laughs> See you later, dude. <laughs> you're cold and callous. Yes. That's right. Jaded and everything else. <laughs> but no, when I was a kid, I remember being in the uh, the Cub Scouts Pinewood Derby. And we were, I mean, my dad was like the super Pinewood car builder. And, and did he build your whole car? He did a lot yeah. of the work. <laughs> I mean, I was involved in the uh-huh, process, uh-huh. but he really knew what he was doing. I would have been lost without yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So we get to the finals and, and this car is like beating everybody. And all my friends are like patting me on the back like, dude, yeah. you got this. Like you the man, You're going to win the championship, Pinewood Derby, Cub Scouts. You're, you're oh, the Oh, yeah. And then we got to that final round, and there was some other guy whose dad had like a car dealership. And they'd, they'd been working on his car in the auto shop. Uh-huh. And they really tweaked it yeah, out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, you, had, you didn't have a chance. And so I lost yeah. in the final. And I, and I was crushed because yeah. I thought for sure we were going to win this thing. Well, later on in life, I realized I turned out, I mean, yeah. you know, we can debate my success, <laughs> but oh, uh-huh. you know, generally all right. Yeah. Yeah. You're not like. I, I got a nice wife and family. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you he, turned out, he turned out to go into like all the kid that beat me went into all kinds of drugs and yeah. was like hanging out in a squatting house. Oh, well, yeah. He was a mess. Yes. So it, so it, all, it all worked, worked out. out. Exactly. It all worked out. I could have won and been a loser. Yeah. Or lost and been a winner. Well. <laughs> Again, debatable. Uh-huh. <laughs> how about you, Candace? How, how did things, you know, you lost in the moment, but it turned out okay? Oh, mine was getting married. I was with a guy for 15 years. We kept getting engaged, getting unengaged for various things, kept falling apart. We finally got engaged, set a date found a venue, got everything going, and literally like a month before we were supposed to get married, some really bad stuff happened, and he ended up breaking up with me, and I was devastated. Oh, no. Putting this on and putting it off. Yeah. It was devastating. Last minute. But I now have a wonderful husband and a two-year-old, and if I'd have married him, it probably would not have been well because this guy turned out to be a mess. You know, some people are just, in the long run, not good for you. 
Yeah, no, he never he never moved out of his sister's house. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh, you dodged a bullet <laughs> is what happened. Working the same little pedunk job, and yeah. actually, the fact that he still has one's a miracle. <laughs> you know, it was the it was the best thing that could happen to me. But I was I was devastated. I was like, I'm this close to finally marrying this guy that I've been spending all this time on, and. Yeah, no. Incredible. Oh, my gosh. It all worked out. <laughs> oh, he's like Pete Davidson living in his mom's basement. <laughs> Pete just moved out finally. <laughs> Yo, he did. Yeah, he yeah. just moved out oh, of good. his mom's house. <laughs> uh, let's grab another call here from Katie at 775-0949. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So uh, back in 2009, I went through a very ugly divorce, and um, it was the divorce that I never wanted to get back with the guy again. So I started dating this guy in 2015, and we dated for two years, and and I thought we were going to get married. We had talked about it, but he just was not working in that direction. And there were multiple times where we broke it off and then got back together, broke it off and got back together. Um, My ex-husband had remarried um, shortly after our divorce, and he was happily married, and they had two new kids and, and a blended family. Um, well, that my relationship didn't work out. And so a year and a half later, um, my ex-husband's relationship didn't work out and he divorced his wife. And three years ago, we remarried. Uh, We have, yeah, we have, uh, three, three older children, um, that we had in our first marriage. And, uh, like I said, this was a divorce that I never thought that I would get back together with my husband and everything just worked out right. It wasn't meant to be for me to, um, to get remarried to somebody else, but um, only to my husband. So that was something definitely that I did not expect. Oh, yeah. my God. And sometimes, you know, you got right. You got to let them go. And if yeah. they're, they they yeah, come absolutely. back, it's meant to be right. <laughs> like it's that whole saying. Yeah. And it, it's true. Like sometimes you could get into other things and be like, oh, it was so yeah. much better to go back and work on what wasn't working than to try to get into someone else's issues, you know? Wow. Yeah. And after 10 years of divorce, there were changes that happened between each of us for the better, and it just helped it even more to come back together and make it work. I wonder how many couples could work that way. I mean, we've gotten a little off topic of where we started, but that's okay. But this notion of, like going apart from each other for five or ten years and then, you know, coming back together. I mean, isn't that what happens wow. when high school, like, loves find each other later in life? I, Do you know what I mean? Yes. I couldn't. I mean, I well, know. I mean, if you're married to them and you have kids, I couldn't. I couldn't get... And they were with someone else. She uh-uh. thought she couldn't either. Nope. <laughs> she thought she'd never want to marry anybody ever again. Yeah, yeah. She ended up wanting to marry the same dude. Oh, that is... He must have changed a lot. (laughs) Got really rich fast. I don't know. (laughs) Moms, are you a Facebook mom, a TikTok mom, or a mixtape mom? Or dad. Or dad. I should be like, you know, politically correct in this this process. You can make it about the moms if you want. (laughs) What does that mean? A TikTok mom, a Facebook mom, a mixtape mom? Is that like... Your go-to? Is that what you grew up with? What does that mean? I mean, what are you on most, Greg? It ain't TikTok. I'm going to be it's honest It's not? With you. Okay. Okay. Well, the reason I'm not for shocked. That is, the reason for that is it's addictive. Like, I've been on it, and then I can't get off of it. It's so good. So I'm, I'm keeping <gasps> it off my phone right now because it's driving me crazy. Okay. Are you a mixtape 
mom. <laughs> uh, well, since we're talking about moms, how about you? <laughs> okay, I think that I think that I'm a TikTok mom. No, I, I'm a total TikTok. I, I think you're an everything mom. I think I, you're I, all of the above. You're a total mixtape mom. I, you're a total Facebook mom, I, I and you're do. a total mixed of TikTok. Mom. I know, but how long has it been since I made a mixtape? So, so I think that I would most likely say I'm a Facebook mom, which is usually like 35 to 44 year old. A TikTok moms they describe as 25 to 34 year old. Okay. Oh, that's definitely not. Yeah, you. and uh, you know, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> Can we be honest for just like half a second? <laughs> uh, and mixtape moms, you know, they're a little bit older. They're forty-five that's and right. older. Yeah, and so now they're describing us in certain stages, and and they're kind of like making fun of them on TikTok. By the way, of course they are. Yeah, I mean, my my girl yesterday said, "Mom, you're on Facebook." The- old people app. I mean, she said it well, to she's me. she's nine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, but how many 20-year-olds are really active on Facebook? Yeah, not that many. Yeah. And so, that's okay. So just another thing to show you, Greg, that you're over 45. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mixtape. I don't know if you noticed this about Mare, but <laughs> she loves poking at me uh, about how much older I am than she is. The funny part is, uh-huh. I think we're the same age. Maybe. Uh, Mixtape moms have the fewest parenting worries. They sleep better than their younger counterparts. So there is that. There's an advantage Uh, right there. Put on that mixtape. Oh, this is 52% waking up due to stress or child care. So it's less than the other moms. The moms is actually more. Now, who woke up in the middle of the night with the stress of a child? Mm -hmm. That would be me. So I'm totally a TikTok mom. Boom. You can have it. If if it means getting up in the middle of the night, you can Uh have that. Enjoy every second. Sounds good. Big uh, welcome home celebration for the Wildcat women's basketball team yesterday at Arizona Stadium. They pushed it back. Originally, we thought it was going to be 11-15. They pushed it back to noon. And uh, so I was scrambling to get my daughter picked up because we decided to to go down there. Yeah. This is one of the advantages of when your kid is at homeschooling. You can yes. kind of call an audible. Yes. You know, as weird as this school year has been uh, for the kids who are still at home, sometimes there's a little side benefit. You get one of those moments. I didn't have to, like, call up the school and oh, you didn't? write a note and pull oh, okay. her out or anything like that. Uh-huh. She just sent her teacher an email and said, I'm going to be away from class for an hour. And then, you know. We went down to the U of A. Did it start on time? Uh, it was, yes. We we walked in just right before noon, and uh, Brian Jeffries, the voice of the Wildcats, was making all the uh, the introductions and everything. But, you know, and a lot of the, the official people at the U of A, you know, like the president of the university and the director of athletics and, and all these people, they're very nice. They get up and say all of the, the right things. But, you know, everybody is, is there to see. Yeah. The team. Yes. And Coach Barnes. And so there are no louder cheers than when Coach Barnes gets on the microphone and she starts talking about how far they've come in like five years. When I came here, we weren't a good program. You guys believed. You came to games. You showed us love. You sold out in the WNIT. That was just a couple of years ago yeah. when they sold out the WNIT. They would have done it last year, too. Right. Um, and she went on to say that, you know, next year, hopefully we can have a bunch of these games here at home in front of the fans, uh, assuming that Arizona gets into the you know March Madness thing, which they probably of will. Of course. Come on. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, we talk a little bit about on this show, like um, energy that you put out and oh, what you get sure. back. Uh-huh. And sometimes you can be having a bad moment, but somebody's able 
to turn it around for you if they're good or vice versa. You could be having a oh good day. Oh my gosh, yeah. And yeah. somebody could take the energy right they out of your sails. Yeah, they could be an energy sucker. Yeah. They could just, you know, you know, the people who come into a grocery store and are just, you know, mean. Yeah. And, and they you kind hear of, them yelling at people. Yeah, and it just it spreads like yeah. fire. Well, she was highlighting the fact that the Arizona fans were boosting the team up a little bit yesterday. Thank you for being, for doing this. This means a lot. We're, our hearts are happy right now. We didn't win. We lost that last second shot. So this is a hard day for us. But when we see this, our hearts are full, and I want you to know that we love and appreciate you, and you are the best fans in the world. And I'm saying that. I'm speaking for everybody. That's awesome. So the team, when they arrived at the stadium, maybe weren't feeling so great. Yeah, yeah. But then they walked into the stadium, and there's all these fans there cheering them on, and it's like, oh, my gosh. It's okay that we – I mean, it's not great that we lost, but feel a lot better. I mean, listen, you know, you're feeling like a winner all the way to the end, even though you've done better than every other team in yes, this country. Yes, You know, you lose by a point, and you feel like you're the worst ever. Like, that's how you feel when you – you know, you lost the Pinewood Derby. <laughs> like, you get it. <laughs> Soul crushing. So I mean, It's incredible that I rebound. I don't see that you have some weird farmer tan or anything from being out in the sun yesterday. I did put on some sunscreen. Okay. That's, okay. that's really important. It was hot out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, were they? Yeah. All covered or no? Uh, what? No, no. no they, Every, everybody everyone was, was in the just sun. Boom! Yeah, yeah. right out, right no out. In the sun. Or yeah, but it lasted, you know, probably less than an hour. Okay. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't un, untenable. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, was, I'm, I'm glad that you took Maddie out there. Nice to see the team. That's the best part, you know, is hanging out with your kid. Yeah. In the middle of a school day, like yeah. that never gets to happen. That's awesome. That super cool. Stop judging. <laughs> Don't you, we all judge a little bit? You know, when you go to somebody's house, are you judging them? I mean, I feel like I'm always being judged. I do the quick 20-minute cleanup, so at least my house isn't so gross. But, you know, yesterday we had someone over because we're looking at making our dining room an extra bedroom for my parents, you know, when they visit, and then making our half bath a full bath. And so we finally called someone, like a contractor, to come look, you know, design, all that stuff. Of course, you know I want my kitchen redone, too. Because you can't just stop there. <laughs> hey, while you're here, how much yeah. for a new backsplash and countertops? Yeah. You sound just like my wife. Last yeah. night, she literally said, I think I'm going to rip those backsplashes out today. Good I'm girl. like, no, no, that's the last thing I you should be doing. Her. Don't you have something more productive you could do nope. than destroy the house nope. and fill it full of dust? Nope. But enough about my situation. <laughs> so, no. so you had them over and I had them over. It's, it go? it's going great. We're sitting in the living room talking. Uh, my little boy is, you know, he's pretty much potty trained, but he has like one of those little potty training toilets like in the bathroom. So we're like almost through this conversation with this person. And then, you know, he walks out and he like lift up, you know, his pants were on and we're like, did you go potty? He's like, yeah. We're like, okay, go upstairs and play with your sister. Wait, was this the contractor or your little boy? My little boy. Oh, okay. We said, go, go upstairs and, uh, and play with your sister. And he did. He went upstairs. Okay. Okay. And then all of a sudden my husband sees something like on the rug. Okay. And, and you have to hear him tell it because... He's the one who, oh, no. who did it. And we are being so judged. I'm always worried about the dogs drinking out of his little toilet that sits a little lower than everything else on the floor. And, and all of a sudden I go, Taco Bella. And she comes around the corner and I got freaked out because earlier today, matzo ball got into the Easter candy. And I was like, oh, no. 
Taco Bellica found some extra chocolate uh, eggs. She found some chocolate eggs and is chewing at them. So I grabbed them, pulled them away from her, and I'm like, oh my gosh, she's chewed on these. She, at least she didn't eat it all. Well, I know why she didn't eat it all. Because it wasn't chocolate eggs. Oh my god! They were eggs that Chad left behind that were not chocolate. And in this little little race car potty, and someone is in our house looking at us. Like, like what is going on in this the house? Worst humans. And this was like right in front of the person, like right in front of them. So the dog comes out, and your husband's trying to get this wrestle this. Yeah, just like not chocolate egg out of the dog's mouth. <laughs> and the contractor's standing there going I mean, does it get okay. worse? Does it get worse than that, Greg? Does it get worse than that? Well <laughs> I See, mean, I always thought it was embarrassing when my dog would like get excitedly pee on somebody's foot when they come uh, that, in the oh, house. Oh, that happens? Well that makes me feel a little oh, bit better. Oh, it is so embarrassing. That makes me feel better. And then I'm running over and grabbing a towel and apologizing profusely and you know, she's such a good dog, but yes. sometimes she gets so wound up when people come yeah, over. It's over exciting to her and she can't. And con- she just can't control her bladder. <laughs> well, I'm glad. She's, she's like a mama who's had 30 babies. You know, you know? I, <laughs> she needs the surgery. I am telling you, like, that makes me feel so much better because it was really like, I mean, it's, it was embarrassing. It was right next to this person. Do you know what I mean? And the dog was probably licking on them for all we know. I yeah, mean, man. it was really bad. And, and you wonder, you know, without trying to make it any grosser, why I always tell you, don't kiss your dog on the mouth. I, I know, mean, this I is know. exactly we gotta, we gotta stop. what I'm talking about. But, but dogs do that. I mean, they bring in, you know, they get an animal in the backyard that used to happen when we were in Minnesota. Yeah. They get a bird. Yeah. And then they like. Bring it right in the house. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> They're disgusting. Did you ask the contractor? It was probably okay as long as he has, uh, you know, dogs or They're kids. Like, oh, it's fine. Right. And you know, you see it in their eyes. Yeah. You see it. <laughs> that look. Yeah. You are trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm never coming back to this place. I know. Or should I just charge them an extra $5,000 gross fee? I just need to Clorox my whole house. Yeah, and then do it again. What are you laughing about? I'm laughing at my, my husband thinking he's holding <laughs> chocolate candy. Yeah, that was not chocolate candy. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it my was... dog, yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is... Your level of tolerance for gross things grows exponentially the minute you have a dog and or a child. A toddler, especially. Cats seem to be pretty clean. They kind of do their thing all in their little box. I just think about... Dogs, kids, no. I think about this person, you know, somebody came into our house and they sit there and they're like telling other people this story about this crazy family (laughs) and this dog carrying, you know, not chocolate. (laughs) Uh, today is Arizona Gives Day, moving things right along here, um, and it's a it's a really good it's a really good thing for our nonprofits. We got amazing nonprofit organizations in this town that I got to say, our community would be in really bad shape without them because yes. they step in in all the places where people are in need of a little bit of help. You fall down in a bad time. I mean, this pandemic has has caused all sorts of people to lose jobs or lose hours, right? Um, and lose housing, lose all kinds of things, you know, food supplements and, and all of those things. And so we have these amazing nonprofits. And today is kind of like the chance for you to get it in before tax season. Right. So that if you need a tax deduction, 
you can help the nonprofits and get your tax deduction before the 15th, which, by the way, is next Thursday, a week from this Thursday, tax day. What? I know. Everything is off schedule. Everything's been out of whack. Like the Oscars are this month. They're never in April. And people don't. tax day is back on schedule. And people don't even know, like, what's being nominated because they haven't heard of the movies. It's the weirdest thing. Like, worse than ever. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But anyway, if you want to make a donation, just go to azgives.org. It's Arizona Gives Day, so it's azgives.org. .org. I'm going to make my annual donation to make way for books. Yeah, yeah. And probably the food bank, the community food bank. I'll probably do some for some, you know, child care services, you oh, know, yeah. fostering and then adopting. Things come up and, you know, you don't know how to, you know, maneuver it, get through certain things. Right. And there are these places that help you. So good. Mm-hmm. And here's the best part. If you don't know the name of an organization, but you know the category of something you want to help out, yeah. you can search just that way. Yeah. Or you can search by their name if you do know who you want to help out. azgives.org. Today's the day to give. You gotta be right now. Right now. I need you right now. Right now, it's all about you at 775-0949. Kim, what's on your mind? What's the big thing going on with, with you right now? Last weekend, we went to Yuma, and we went to that Terrial uh, prison. I've never heard of that. What is it? It's a prison that was built in the 1800s. They were very, very brutal and very mean to the prisoners. Oh. They had, when they were, you know, talked back to the guard or something, you know, they'd stick them in the dark cell. Oh, no. Yeah, the hole. And what they do is they'll drop a scorpion or snakes in it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, is it haunted? Yes, and it's haunted. Yeah. I totally have to go. <laughs> Did you keep driving to San Diego after that? Because the only reason I'm going to Yuma is if I'm going to San Diego. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's always next time. Yes. Seriously. I mean, and Yuma is so hot. Like, at least you went now in April. Because they're like when it's 105 here, it's like 122 there. If I've ever you know? been to Yuma, I don't remember. It was on your way to San Diego. <laughs> Daily Intentions with Greg and Mayer. Your life, your dreams, they're your responsibility. You better make them a priority because no one else will. And that is for, for sure. I think sometimes we wait around thinking that someone else will be the, you know, key to our happiness or success or whatever. And... That's not true. You got to like really do it yourself. And uh, I was thinking about this because with the pandemic, so many people have lost their job. They're in a like, you know, not a good headspace. Anxiety is still super high. They've said that they've never seen so many people so anxious and so worried. And so if you've ever been out of work, sometimes it's hard to like get up and get moving. The worst thing they say you could do, the number one worst thing you could do is wake up and just sit there and start thinking about things and all the negative thoughts and the what if and oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Because that's how they start their day. And if you could use those first five seconds, just get up and start moving, that it'll change change your, your whole thought process. Sometimes doing is the best thing, right? Yeah, Even yeah. if you're not sure what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I I do know, like, when I was out of work, I always say, just take a shower. That's it, you know? Right. But that Mel Robbins one, the one, the five-second rule, it's the, you get a thought, you start doing something in five seconds, and it does kind of change your energy, so. 
I like it. Yeah, yeah. Your life, your responsibility. I know. I keep you're, waiting for somebody else to jump in and say, here's the plan. Well, you feel like you look at others and you're <laughs> like, oh, well, they totally got that because that person helped them along. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. they Right place, right time, right? Sometimes. But, but they're still doing the work. Yeah. So Still got to follow through. Let's play this game here. If you're ready for our pop cue. Hey, I roll with it, daddy. <laughs> here we go. Question number one. Singer Katy Perry hasn't had much time to shave her legs recently. During Sunday's American Idol episode, she told a contestant that the voice of that person was such a spiritual experience when they sang, the hair on Katy's legs grew an inch and a half. Full body chills, she says. It was amazing. Of the three original American Idol judges, who stayed on that show the longest? Oh, that's a hard one, but I'm going to go with Mr. Tidy Whitey T-shirt, Simon Cowell. That is not correct. I'm going to go with Randy Jackson. That is correct. Dog. Oh, man. The dog. Wow, wow, wow. Woo, woo. (laughs) Paula was on eight seasons. Simon Mm -hmm. did nine. Randy Jackson did 12. Oh, my God. Wow. There he is, barking in the corner. Who who would have thought? Question number two. Singer Mark Anthony and actor Ben Affleck were interviewed by InStyle Magazine about their mutual ex. Mark Anthony said, quote, she has the ability to see and understand things before they happen. Ben Affleck added, I thought I had a good work ethic and... Until I was completely humbled and blown away by what she was committed to doing day in and day out. Which mutual ex were Mark Anthony and Ben Affleck referring to? Used to have a little, now I got a lot. That's beautiful J-Lo from the block. That's right. She's still Jenny from the block. I wish I could be her. You know, if you could switch places. Really? I don't know. Now she's dealing with A-Rod. A-Rod is a phonaholic. You know, you may think you have it all, and then they text someone else. Yeah, grass is not always greener. That's right. That's right. And question number three, actress Gabrielle Union says that once she married Dwayne Wade and took on the role of stepmom for his kids, they were so excited they asked her to quit acting can't you stay home dad's rich they would say <laughs> what career made gabrielle union's husband Dwayne wade so rich according to his kids according to his kids yeah wow well, well i mean trick question right there well not really no he... they, they call him rich you know oh, that's well. by their standards my standards too i'm just saying well, we all know he's a hardcore athlete, but they probably said he was a shoe salesman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what kind of athlete? Do you know? Basketball? Yeah, basketball. basketball. He's a baller. Shot caller. Huh? You're correct. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, two out of three today. Not bad, Drew, a.k.a. Mr. We Bubbles. Roll with it. Yeah, yes. you roll with it. You did awesome. Thanks for Thank playing the game. Darling. Yes. Katy Perry growing out her leg hair. (laughs) Love it. Love her. It's 94.9 Mix FM. We go commercial free to kick off your workday at 830 this morning. Time for our whole enchilada. These are a few little stories that are grabbing our attention. We want you to know about them, too, because they're kind of interesting. We should start with pinatas for adults. Finally. I don't know why it took so long. Not that I drink, but I'm sure if I did, I would love this. Filled with bottles of booze. So, you know, you're at the party, you have a pinata up, you have all these adults with like a blindfold on. the worst idea of all time. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, margarita, tequila bottles, champagne bottles, whatever you want. They're making them. I just want to paint the picture of a bunch of grown adults (laughs) who've already been drinking. Yes. Grabbing onto a big 
rod or bat yes. with a blindfold on and swinging it at a party. What could go wrong? Right. Well, the good news is, is the bottles are plastic, okay? <laughs> so you're going to be just fine with that. Yeah, make like, sure it's not beer or champagne. And, and, you know, it's preloaded with like 15 shot bottles or whatever you want. Yeah, so the contestants can, are preloaded too. You get to make it rain, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of hospital things for you. I'll give you one now and then another one later. This is kind of interesting. Have you ever tried challenging a medical bill? Yes. Did it work out well, for you? My husband, he's like king of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A new survey says 93% of people who've done that, who've challenged the bill, have had it reduced or dropped altogether. I didn't know that you could, so I've always just kept paying and I had no money, whereas my husband was fine. That was not his concern. He learned at an early age you could call, sit on the phone. If you make the call, they'll they'll reduce it. Yet people who are working all the time don't know that trick. Well, because we don't have time we for it. We don't have time for it. It's yeah. like kind of, it's unfair almost. Yeah, that's, you know? that's just why I want to get it out there. Not because I'm trying to get over on the hospital that's done the right. good work to help you. Right. But some of those bills are a little exorbitant or sometimes they make a billing error. Mm-hmm. So if you think something's weird... Take the time to call about yeah. it because a lot of times, if nothing else, they will work with you on like a payment schedule so that you don't have oh, to pay it all at once. Too. They for sure will do that. Yeah. So, okay, doom scrolling. You got to stop doing it. You know, looking at the negative news, negative Nancy stuff. Just, I think, you know, through this pandemic, we had a point where we were all doing it and then we stopped election stuff. But it's ruining your love life, okay? Like all that stress. So they say, uh, you got to find out what's triggering your doom scrolling habit. Why are you wanting to search out the negative? Uh, set boundaries with your phone. <laughs> uh, don't bring your phone into the bedroom. Greg, I know you do, don't you? Only to charge it. <laughs> yeah. I never look at it, though. I really don't. Uh, set a time Bedrooms limit. Bedrooms for sleeping. Man. Oh, thank you. That's good. Teach my husband that. And, and be mindful. <laughs> Be mindful. So just try not to. Yeah, the doom scrolling is bad. I mean, sometimes I go through like six or seven stories. I'm like, geez, I feel terrible yeah. now. Well, I mean, it's, it's the, good to know what's going on. It's the same God. like as looking at your ex and then his wife, then their kid. And See, then you're in you that don't deep. doom scroll, but you do the rabbit well, it's, hole. It's my doom scrolling. Exactly. It's like the badness of my past. It's even yeah. worse. Okay, one more story for you here in the whole enchilada. A hospital in Russia. This is incredible place caught fire on Friday, but a team of eight doctors and nurses refused to leave, even though the place was on hospital. Why? Or on fire. Why? Because they were in the middle of open heart surgery. Oh. Oh, my God. So firefighters ran an extension cord in to make sure the doctors and nurses had electricity and set up a couple of fans to keep the smoke out. Right. <laughs> Took over two hours to put the fire out, but no one was hurt, and the patient survived. They refuse to leave a burning I mean, building I've to work seen on this. the patient. I've seen it on Grey's Anatomy. I mean, it's ridiculous. Okay, Grey's you Anatomy know? in real life. <laughs> Two totally different things. Okay. Is that incredible it or is. what? It's, oh, it's my cool. God. It's, I mean, it's, it's not cool, but it's cool yeah. that they did that. They were able to do it. My, how our lives have changed. Yes, Greg, you stood in line. Well, you drove in line. I was in for, a big, long line. For the COVID vaccine at UA Mall right there. Oh, my gosh. It was such a... It, and the crazy thing is, I've talked to other people who went to that state-run vaccination clinic. 
There was like no line for them for you. I, it took me five minutes, not even that, and that's just to drive around the little corner and then get to the front tent. And I just had to wait like one minute while they signed in the person in front of me. That's it. it took me a full hour to get through the line it. and everything. Yeah, I was yeah. like done, and you know, I sat that fifteen, twenty, whatever, and yeah. you know, I stayed. Like I held up the whole line because I w- waited till the last second. <laughs> Like after they give you the shot, uh-huh. just in case I, you know, passed out or something. Which is good. <laughs> you know, they do have that little spot there where they want to make sure that you're going to be okay before they sign off on letting you leave. Yeah, but you waited an hour. And I waited I think, an hour. I think about this, like, we used to wait in line for other things, for amusement park rides or tickets to concerts or whatever. What did you wait Remember in line that? for? Remember that? Remember when you yeah. would sta- have to stand in line to get, like, at the Ticketmaster box office or at the TCC yeah. Yeah. or whatever. I remember being down there. I think it was, like, for the Goo Goo Dolls or, I don't uh, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. Something, you know, late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, yeah. When, before you could buy tickets really easily online, it wasn't quick yeah. because, you know, like, dial-up internet Were was so slow. wearing, like, Fahrenheit cologne or something? No. Maybe. <laughs> CK1. I was probably still rocking some polo or oh, something at that oh, point. Oh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I, mean, I, I like the smell of it. It took forever to get rid of. You know, you I, had the I big still jug like it, of it. Though. I yeah. still go into the store at the outlet mall. I'm like, oh, you I think like I was it. spending money on new cologne now. Uh-huh. I, I could barely afford those concert tickets. How about you? Uh, well, first of all, I still work at a gift wrap, like up in the you know customer service of Carson Perry Scott, which is like a Macy's yeah. uh, in Chicago. So when I was like 16, so, so those lines would form. I'd come in and I'd have to like step oh, over people. they had like the Ticketmaster window there. Upstairs and they let them in like overnight so they'd be like asleep on the ground and I'd like walk over them. But for me I didn't go to the concert but I went with my friend to sleep out for New Kids on the Block tickets. <laughs> Justine Shaw, my friend. I, I think know. that's awesome. It's embarrassing. Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> How long were you guys in that line? I mean, maybe 12 hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I think about the people at, like, the Best Buy. Yeah. Uh, so you got the tickets. she and... actually stocked them down and, like, hung out with their, you know, security guy. Oh, very She got exciting. really crazy. I didn't go. I only went with her for the tickets. You only went with her for the I, camp I was out? not oh my a God. fan. What is wrong with you? Okay. That's the worst part. Uh, 520-775-0949. What do you remember standing in line for that at the time it seemed so important? Was it like tickets? When, I remember standing in line for tickets for Star Wars when they started releasing the new movies again. Yeah, yeah. Not the Jar Jar Binks one. Oh. The, the most recent like collection, Force Awakens, that sort of thing. And that was, I mean, it wasn't a very long line, but we still had to stand in line to get those tickets. Back when you can uh, stand in line together. <laughs> right, right. Back in those days. Okay, we're talking about standing in line because people are standing. I had to stand in line or drive in line in the COVID vaccine line for like an hour. Mayor got in and out in like five minutes. Yes. I don't understand how that works. But now, I mean, isn't it crazy how our lives have changed? It used yeah. to be you'd stand in line for something fun. Yeah, like, you know, now, Magic Mountain or something. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, there were reasons you stood in line, you know, I, I I mean, I really do think at Six Flags, we would stand for two and a half hours to, to ride a ride. Uh, Red Sox baseball games were always sold out when we lived in Boston. Like they went on this crazy streak of like four or five hundred straight sellouts. You could never get tickets. Mm-hmm. So but they would release a certain number like within an hour or two before the game. So if you went down there, there was a chance. Yeah. 
you might be able to get one. Well, I stood in that line several times. Do you think I ever got tickets nope. that way? No. <laughs> but I tried. Yeah. Uh, 520-775-0949. What did you stand in line for? It's kind of funny now. Stood in line for an o- over an hour for an Orange Julius shop opening in downtown Portland. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Krispy Kreme of the day, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody that worked downtown that ever had an Orange Julius, I swear, was in that line. <laughs> they were pretty good. Yeah, and then you get the sauce. Pretzel. I was going to say, uh-huh. don't, don't just stop with the drink. No. 520 <laughs> Go ahead, Ben. What'd you stand in line for? Uh, back a couple years ago, when the Nintendo Classic Mini came out, they were selling out instantly. People had them online for hundreds of dollars. So my wife and I went out to Target and sat there at like three in the morning until they opened to get one. Oh my gosh. Did you have a little tent and snacks? No, we just sat out there, and there was actually people there earlier than us. (laughs) Did you get it? Did it pay off? I I did get one, and then the friends found out, and they paid us money to go sit in line and get them one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's going to be my next job, Mary, sitting in line for other people. I mean, that's really all we're qualified for. I know. (laughs) (laughs) 10 after trivia, today's question. There's a new report that's out today that shows fewer than half of us know anything about these. It's an all-time low in familiarity when it comes to what we're talking about today. What do you think that is? I mean, we're talking 46% or fewer know anything about what? I'm going to say Geography. Geography. Yeah, well, you know, the world keeps changing. Country names you know and borders and all that stuff. I had to look up, like, the United States of America just to make sure the state I was looking at was the right state. And I was right. But, you know, you get up that whole okay. northeast well, corner. Now you got to tell me which state no, it was. No, no, they're all jammed together in <laughs> one, like, you know. They're all so together. And I got it right. I got them all right. Was it I Vermont just, or New Hampshire? And one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing, though. Anyway, great answer, Kelly, but not the right one. Okay, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Thanks. 94.9 Mix FM. Either. what do you think? Um, what's changing a car tire? Yeah, fewer and fewer people know how to do it, right? Some no cars idea. don't even come with I no uh, idea. spare tires. Anyway, no. you, yes, you do. I have no idea how to change You've never a tire. changed a tire? No, I mean, I've been there when my dad has, and I've seen him kind of do That's it. That's different. But I would not know how to do oh, it, my. no. Okay. We'll but have, I, I we'll changed my own guy. battery. So there, on YouTube, I watched a oh. video. Oh. That's something, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, okay, no, not the answer today, but great guess. Okay, thanks. Thank you. 94.9 Mix FM, what do you think? Teenagers. <laughs> Help us all. We don't know anything about teenagers. Oh, my god! They're just like we were. They're just, you know, angry, upset, emotional, they hormonal. They talk back. Yeah. They don't listen to a word you say. They don't look at you. <laughs> Other than that, it's awesome. All that. Yeah. Anyway, great answer. Very relatable, but not the right one. Thank you. Hey there, it's Greg and Mare. We say uh, this year's got a brand new report out today. Shows fewer than half of us know anything about what? What's inside spam? (laughs) Don't open it. That's what we need to know. Oh, you mean the stuff that you eat. That was so funny. (laughs) Good answer, but not it.
I don't think we're going to get the right guess today, Mac. Uh, I have, let me pull out my little sheets, more guesses. Oh, you're cheating. Uh-huh. Uh, fractions. Nope. Uh, mortgages or refinancing. Nope. Don't understand that. Good guess, though. Uh, paying back student loans. <laughs> I have no idea how that works. Cooking or car warranties when they're, you know, got you signing the papers? Don't answer that call okay. when they say, <laughs> your car's warranty is about to expire. Really? Uh, tell me about my car. Yeah. Well, if you'll press one, we'll connect you. No, don't do that. Uh, no, less than 46% of us know anything about this year's Oscar-nominated movies. I know. It's a weird year, right? Like... It's not that we haven't seen them. It's that we haven't even heard of them. We haven't heard of them. I'll give you the number one most recognized movie. You tell me if you've heard of it before. Judas and the Black Messiah. I have no idea. I mean, is that like the tech, you know, that, that dream coat? <laughs> <laughs> you know that? <laughs> Joseph and the Yes, that one. No, no, that's it's not, no, it's not the it's, same thing. It's, it's not like, like a revision of that. Uh, the Trial okay. of the Chicago 7. You heard of that one? Nope. Okay. Uh, Nomadland. We nope. talked about that movie. I don't. You Even, still haven't. We heard did. Of it. We yes. talked about it. I wasn't listening. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, they only get less familiar as you go. So. Oh wow, that's yeah. crazy. Mank, Sound of Metal, Promising Young Woman, which stars Carrie Mulligan, uh, Minari, which is like almost a foreign film. It looks really good. This is so weird. The Father. I mean, have you heard of any of these movies? No, I'm ready, yeah. though, for the movies to be back to normal. That is one thing I miss. You're going for King Kong, aren't you? No. 828 <laughs> with Greg and Mayor in the morning. Thanks for listening today. 94.9 Mix FM. Morning Greg, Greg and Mayor. And Mayor. Good morning. Mornings on 94.9 Mix FM.